What is going on, all Perfect Game Podcast listeners? Uh, today, we are bringing you with our second episode. We'll be discussing a lot of things, including Gators versus Magic and the BLW Home Run Derby. I am obviously Connor, and I'm joined by Ethan. Ethan, how are you doing tonight? I'm pretty good. You know, did some did some stuff pretty tired right now, but I think we're going to get into this. We have five things on our agenda, or, well, four things, but... Yeah, I am. I am. I am uh, soaking up all the vacation that I get left. Uh, I leave tomorrow morning, but uh, I decided to say uh, screw you, family, and um, do this podcast. So um, we got, I believe, four things on our agenda. They are going to take up a decent amount of time, though. Uh, first, I believe, is the Gators magic analysis. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll just kind of do a quick overview of game one. So the magic one is five to four after the Gators got a four to nothing lead. Uh, I think the Magic got a slur of home runs. Um, uh, no, the Magic didn't hit any home runs. Did the Magic walk or Cheatham walk people, right? Uh, yeah, Cheatham walked people to start the inning, and then they kind of just manufactured runs by some hits that went. Yeah, by some singles and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, Chadwick, I don't think, looked the best. The Gators' runs came from a Brennan Jorgensen Grand Slam, which I thought that was very, very cool to see. Yeah. Considering he hasn't hit many home runs in his career, I think that was his. Yeah, 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 fourth. Yeah, yeah. It was his fourth. They, they, they got up four to nothing, and then the Magic manufactured those five runs. Neither pitcher was great. Chadwick struggled to find the zone, and Cheatham. I mean, Cheatham's just struggled with walks this year. Uh, all of last year, I was saying that he should be the ace over Jorgensen. We get to that Diamondback series. I was like, yeah, no way, Jose. After the playoffs, I was like, Cheatham should be the ace over Jorgensen. And starting this year, I said Cheatham is ace over Jorgensen until I saw this series. Ethan, give a quick uh, rundown of uh, game two. Um, In game two, I'll be honest, I really didn't watch game two. It was like I, I kind of just skimmed through. I watched game one and three, though. Um, So there was a Liam Jackson home run that kind of – what? Nothing, just, I mean, the, the words Liam Jackson home run seems crazy to me. I know, yeah. So, well, usually when you hear Liam Jackson home run, it means Liam Jackson giving up a home run. But yeah. anyway, yeah, anyway yeah, we'll get to game three in a second. Um, overall, it was Jorgensen did give up a home run uh, to Liam Jackson. It was Jorgensen versus Chadwick. Both pitchers looked pretty good. Um, I would say, because both these pitchers had two starts, these were probably their best starts out of the two because, personally, I don't think Jorgie pitched that well in game three, and I don't think Chadwick pitched that well in game one. So, um, yeah. even though they and both then, got the win, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, and then in game three, um, the Gators won, I believe, 16-4. That is correct. Um, It was typical Liam Jackson pitching. Yeah. Um, I believe in his – Three starts, he has given up 39 runs. And for you guys being like, so, oh, the Preds only scored five runs off him. Because that's when his drop was working. Now That's, that's when his drop was So he's given up 39 runs in his three starts. Um, So I'm not so sure what their number two is going to look like. Really the only light that I have for them against the Cobras is that game two. I know that we can for sure win that game two. Uh, it's just a matter of winning those other games. So let's just go into obviously me and ECK have our takeaways. Wait, Connor, you're scared of a guy with a 4.14 ERA right now? 
for, for games. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. You're scared of a guy with a four ERA? A little really? bit. A little bit. With a four ERA, you're scared of him. Because you've seen how the Magic do end of year. So, leave it at that. Um, I just want to talk about super quick because I know we have our takeaways video, so we won't go into that too much. I would like to talk about Brendan Jorgensen, who I thought was the player of the series whilst the Gators lost the series. While he did not look as dominant as 2020, I think it's the best series he's ever been at the plate, and I think even Eason or Eason, Ethan can agree that agree with that. And he's going to come back with, yeah, but it was against Jason Chadwick and Liam Jackson. I still think it's one of the best hitting performances he's ever had. And the, the best, no doubt. I know he had that three-run homer in the NLCS, but. Yeah. yeah but. And then I know his pitching wasn't as dirty. He seemed to find a screwball and a slide drop uh, in this series. I think the option against the Mallard should be to go with him. And in my opinion, if you start him game one and you get that game one win, you should start him game two, keep that momentum going, because that Gators Mallard series will be a very, very crucial series for the standings. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. I really like Jorgensen's hitting. Um, now, at first, I'm like, I was really big on Jorgensen's hitting, but then I realized, oh, yeah. You know, I, I, I was taking the series with a grain of salt no matter what happened. Because of, you know, Gators magic. You know, I really can't say what I'm thinking about these teams and Georgie and Chadwick until the end of the season. The reason is because the magic are playing the Diamondbacks, who the Diamondbacks are in a team. They, they're in a different, they're in a league of their own. So they're not in MLW. So you can't, you know, you can't really count that. For, for the magic, I'm, I'm really looking up against that series against the Cobras. For the for the um, for the Gators, the Mallards lineup is not very good. So I would not be surprised if Cheatham and Jorgensen dominated. It's a matter of when they face the Eagles, because then you know you know they have Allen, they have Waylon, they have Dan. Yeah. So I think I'm not gonna, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, ECK was wrong about Brandon Jorgensen, which obviously he played great in the series, but I really gotta wait until after the season. Or after after their last matchups, because I really couldn't tell you right now exactly how they are, because I haven't seen them being good against. So, like, if I were to put the teams in tiers, right? You have the Diamondbacks who are in a league of their own. Then you have the Wildcats, Predators, Cobras, and Eagles, and then you have the Mallards, Gators, and Magic. I know Connor's You're putting the Cobras. In the same tier as the Wildcats. Well, not necessarily, but just like the bottom of that tier. Like, you know. Yeah. But I got to step up from those other teams. So I, I oh. would want to see the Magic and Gators against those tier two teams. The series that I am most looking forward to after the break is okay, obviously the Oklahoma series. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be really cool to see. Mallards. Gators. That series will decide who gets that last seed in the playoffs. Um, so I'm, I'm very interested to see how that goes. Next up, we have our MLW Home Run Derby predictions. Obviously, the video comes out next Friday. So I'm not sure um, all who participated, 
But um, obviously, the uh, 14 All-Stars uh, participated, and then I believe some other people, like we saw Gus, we saw Swagner, and all those people. So um, I have not really thought about this before. So Ethan, I'm going to let you talk about who you think your Final Four is while I think of my Final Four. So For you guys that watch MLW Network, uh, I was on there, and I, I already talked about my prediction. I have not been on there in like five months because I the life of a travel baseball player, just to get to get a little bit off topic, the life of a travel baseball player. I had baseball up until um, July 11th, and then um, I left that same day to go to Florida. I've been in Florida for two weeks. I have a week. No, no. I get home on Sunday. I have baseball tryouts on Monday. And then I have one week, and I start school August 4th. So I have a travel baseball player. It's very oh, busy. School that early? I started school that early. I also end on May oh, I start, 26th. I start September 9th. And we also get a week off in October, a week off in April. We get two weeks off in uh, December. And then we get a bunch of other, like, days off for, like, holidays. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, anyway. So, so- – Back to MLW, um, as we had our little school and baseball talk. I play baseball, but it's not like travel baseball. But anyway, yeah. I've already talked about it. Uh, I said Nick Saylor is going to win it. I am probably his biggest fan. I have his shirt. All right, you guys see. You guys see it. Nick Saylor. He's winning. Church. If you try to tell me otherwise. Th- that is – and again, we're getting off topic, but that's what podcasts need. I like hats over t-shirts. I mean, because I know t-shirts, I have a lot of t-shirts, and they shrink and stuff, and you grow. I feel like with a hat, you can wear it, like, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's just me. But back to the home run derby. Who will be in the finals? Now, I hate to spoil it, but Daniel in the IG Live got four home runs. So... That kind of backtracks me a little bit, but Daniel has a very long history of losing in the finals, or at least the final four. So I got to put him in the finals. And then also, I think I had Chadwick, and I don't, I don't really remember who else I had in the final four. Maybe Crash. Hmm. I, I don't really remember. You know, who I want. I just want to see Warder win the home run derby like that. I either Warder or Sailor like. If, you know, I said, oh, no, no one else, no one other than Sailor's winning it. If you told me Ward, I'd be like, sure. But yeah, nobody other than those two. No, no. So for me, definitely Sailor's going to be in the final four. I don't think you can ever count out Kyle Schultz. That man is going to get in the final four. I would like to say a dark horse pick would be Gus because that kid has a beautiful swing. Who else, bro? Oh, Akito has been going off. I'm going to say Drew Davis. Hey, not not bad, not bad. Well, and again, like twice, but I think I don't feel like Jimmy Norp's swing is suited for the home run derby. Oh, you know what about like Cheatham or Bonham? They were really good in it last year. Or Zerlag, he's really he's perfect for the home run derby. Okay, okay, I have my final four, and everyone's gonna call me absolutely crazy for this. Gonna go with Nick Saylor, Kyle Schultz, Drew Davis, and. Gus. Tommy Cochran. Oh! <laughs> I said it. I said it. Tommy batting righty this year is going to go absolutely go off. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. Wait, didn't he bat? Oh, did he bat lefty last year when he did it? 
I think he did bat righty, but that was back when, like, he still batted lefty in the league. So, it was probably, like, unnatural for wiffle ball. So, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just think that Tommy can very well do some damage. Well, okay. Guy, this is not 2010 or 2011 when he was a god in these home run derbies. Speaking of home run derby, the BLW home run derby came out on Monday. Um, the Like for Connor's transitions. I know, I know, right? Uh, let me go on to Instagram. I want to find out the brackets. So the bracket oh God, was. I already, know the, I already know the brackets. So Carson Rose versus Brayden Lewis, Luke Rose versus Logan Rose, Jake Tucker versus Joey Jankowski, and Mason Ferris versus Zach Koss. Carson Rose beat Brayden Lewis. Yep. Uh, Lo- Logan Luke. Rose beat Luke Rose. Yeah. Logan, Logan beat Luke. Jake, Jake Tucker, Tucker beat Joey. Yeah, in that. And Zach Koss beat Ma- Mason. Well, he. Beat Mason. Uh, I I'm sorry, but Luke's pitching was. We got. Yeah, talk, it was garbage. I talked about a little bit with Luke, but like, you know, he's not. I don't know. Like, I can obviously get behind him with this. He's not really used to pitching slow like that. He likes to pitch it fast. So, I yeah. mean, obviously, I'd rather him pitch it fast than slow, cause. Yeah. You know, in game and stuff, but. So and then Carson beat his brother Logan. And Jake Tucker beat Zach Koss. And in the final round, we did see Carson Rose rage because he lost to Jake Tucker. And it is absolutely funny to see Carson rage whenever he um it was so he, he does that a lot whenever like calls don't go his way. Very, very funny to see yeah. as a fan. So Ethan, what did you think about uh the home run derby? To see Carson Rose lose in the finals was just so good. That that, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I don't know. Zach Koss, like, man, he was – and I know he got a lot against Jake Tucker. He kind of got lucky with those uh, colored balls. And also, I did want to talk about the home run derby format versus the MLW home run derby format. Personally, I like the MLW format more because I don't like to be rushed. I like BLWs better. Yeah, yeah, I I, not, yeah, 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 you've said that. I do not like the 10 outs. I like the – Way that the MLB does it right now, where it's timed. Now, granted, for the most part, unless you're um, Kevin Long of the Washington Nationals throwing to Juan Soto, I actually did a hitting camp with him. He actually came up to Indiana and he did a hitting camp where he threw it completely behind Juan Soto. Um, oh, yeah. But I, I just think it's it moves smoother and it seems more interesting to watch. Like, oh crap, they only have 30 seconds left, rather than like. Oh, they have like. I think to, it's it's more fun to watch because you're always like, oh my gosh, I have to hit this this many home runs in this many seconds, and, and yeah. it's a lot more like for a fan. But for a player, I'd rather play ten outs. But for a fan, yeah, I, for sure. All right, should we go into our I second? I don't know how I feel about the whole fence and stuff because I feel like home runs can get really complicated. So here's what I like about. BLW this year is last year they were so strict you know home run versus triple but this year they've been a lot better with that because obviously like it's so hard to tell and so hard to see with the oleanders and stuff so I I like it a lot more this year because they're just saying like you know if it they're not like oh it stayed in because it got yeah there, you know, I am one of the few people that actually don't mind. Actually, no, I take it back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of discuss something like ECK did the whole 
playing in a home run derby versus watching one. I like watching base running better. Playing with football, I like no base running better. So I did not mind 2020 BLW where they did not do base running. And I liked how if you guys, I'm I'm a big like ever since because I, I didn't bring any wiffle ball stuff to Florida. I know I'm stupid. If you watch like fast pitch wiffle ball leagues, when they clean the ball or field the ball cleanly, they have to throw it to the backstop. And BLW did not do that. And I think that that was a very very good change because all they had to do was field it cleanly. Um, and obviously this year they have the whole pitcher circle. And that, I mean, you have to have a pitcher circle with pitcher's poison, and I don't like pitcher's poison. I've said this yeah. like. Like mat ball or kickball with pitcher's poison a lot. I just don't like it. Yeah. Although I, I'll say this. I think a circle works a lot better than pitcher's hand because oh. the pitcher can be like wherever and get the ball. And where I was first introduced to the whole circle thing was Circle City Wiffle Ball where they're hosting the NWLA tournament. That's that's the first time that I saw them do it. And then I started watching Um, who else did it? So, 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 so somebody else did it. Um, and I think that's a lot better than pitcher's hand. But let's get – wait, got off topic with the whole rule of things. And for the final segment, we are doing um, our BLW. This is going to be – There are six more series in BLW, and today we are going to talk about all six. And then uh, I don't think we'll do playoffs. We'll just do the, uh, the records that will occur after them. First series after the break will be Cougars, Diamonds, Ethan. Now – Ethan's a Cougars fan. I'm considering switching teams. No, altitude not. Caught, that's come on, come on. Like switching. Altitude have caught my eye. What? Okay, okay. When the Cougars lose, okay, okay. It's not official yet. I'll say this though. BLW's merch, um, it comes out on Monday, but they they did release the jerseys, and the Luke Rose jersey is one of the most expensive products because it costs more to make. So when the altitude jersey is honestly i'll say this though the wolves is the best designed jersey in blw my opinion my opinion i haven't really looked at them yet i like the extreme jerseys just from looking at it on camera yeah i like the the wolves are very reminiscent of the wildcats jerseys too and the wildcats jerseys are reminiscent of um northwestern i think but cougars diamonds um both of us consider ourselves a cougars fam at least for me at the moment i think it'd be easy for us to say sweep i do not see a sweep happening though. Ethan may call me crazy. What? Did you see the game too? It was only like it was a low scoring affair, wasn't it? Yeah, so it was only like eleven nothing. I thought it was like two to nothing. <laughs> Mason hit I thought, two, I thought it was Mason hit two home runs. Porter hit one. Luke hit one. Man, I'm Luke horrible at following Luke games. Hit a home run. Never mind. He got, like, a two-RBI double. Okay. I think it would be very easy for us to say Cougars could sweep. And I'm going to go with the easy route. I'm going to say Cougars sweep. Um, I think Luke's going to find it on the mound. Uh, Cougars have one of the best hitting lineups. So, uh, Ethan, what do you think about that? Yeah, I 100% agree. I mean, after watching that game, too, like, I'm, like, 100%. And, you know, sex and Luke, he was like, you know, that was very fun. So, I'm 100% sure the Cougars swept. I just think, I don't know, I – they were having it was funny. They said the, the diamond pit the the diamonds pitcher was actually an eleven year old. Fun fact. They said it like and this. and I would like to say this. Um, Luke gave me not Luke Logan gave me some information and said I could leak it. Dylan Fisher will be out for the rest of the regular season. 
He I pitched in the All Star game though, and will pitch in the playoffs. Oh, that's big. Because guys, if you do not remember, I know a lot of the BLW fans are new. If you guys do not remember, Dylan Fisher in the first half of 2020 was crazy good. And this is so big for the Diamonds, too. And I know you're going to be like, oh, look at him against the Cougars or whatever. Or not, no, not the Cougars. Or whatever, against the altitude. Yeah, he was bad, but I don't think his, his arm was ready yet. But now it is ready. And I thought I saw him um, in the Cougars IG Live. Uh, I think he's on vacation for the next two series. I am not sure, though. I saw him on the Cougars IG Live. Logan, Logan did say that I could leak that, though. So, next series, I don't know the exact order, um, is Wolves Altitude. Very big series. Very big for the standings. Also, just to say, after that series, the Diamonds would be 4-8, and eight, and the Cougars would be 9-3. and three. Yep. Big series, Altitude Wolves. I'm going to say Wolves 2-1. to one. You know, I feel like you're a Wolves fan. Like, I I know you're not, but I feel like you're a Wolves fan. I, I, like, Ro- I like Logan. I like Jake Tucker, even though I despise Dylan Grossman. Oh, yeah. I, I like I, – I, I very much like the other two, and I'm confident. I am very much a – and I know Ethan's not. I am very much a – if you have proved yourself to be able to play at a high level, because you guys have to understand – in MLW and BLW, this isn't like the NFL where people age and stuff. If you prove yourself to be good in like a previous year, you should be able to play at that level again. So with people like Brendan Jorgensen and Logan Rose, who may have had, who may are having down years, like they've proved themselves to be really, really good. And so I still believe in them. I'm just going to go Wolves 2-1. I think the, the, the Altitude had a great series against the Diamonds, but it was against the Diamonds. Um, and I think that's a little bit of a different situation than MLW, considering not every team is good like an MLW. And Ethan uh, may argue with that. Ethan may argue with that. But every team in MLW is solid. They have a piece that is a good player. BLW, on the other hand, is not 100% like that. Even though I think there are five competitive teams. Hey, no. It is like 2017 and 2018 MLW. Five competitive teams. One non-competitive. Well, here's the thing, though. Because in, in that year, there was an outlier. I don't think there's an outlier this year. I think you have teams, you know, the extreme are relatively close to the Diamonds. I would say yeah. the extreme are played relatively close to the Wolves. And I just wanted to point this out. This is a little off topic. So in, I'm talking about three different leagues. These are like the three different Wiffle Ball leagues I've watched. Dinger Wiffle, BLW, MLW. Gators won the World Series in 2020. They're three and six right now. Empire won the World Series in DWL. They're two and four. The Wolves won the World Series in 2020. They're three and six. I did not... I did not realize that. that. Does that turn some heads? I mean, although, although I'll say this, I'll say this. I'll mention, I'll mention a league where that is not applying to. And I know Ethan doesn't watch them much. OIWL is the only place where that's not happening. The well, Knights won the World Series every year. Practically, right? yeah. Yeah, they win every year. I, well, 
the Wildcats do. But I mean, <laughs> they, I mean, at least at, at least in MLW thus far, like the past, there hasn't been a it's, since 2016. Every World Series winner has been different. And to be honest, the first year that I can see there being a a not like the same like the team that's already won it is 2022. I think the Diamondbacks are pretty clear cut that they're the best team in MLW. I think they can pull it out. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, MLW. So, so I'm gonna give yeah. my thoughts on uh, Altitude Wolves. I think the Altitude are gonna win two one. Braden okay. is the most underrated player in VLW. Yes, I said it, but that shouldn't really be too much of a hot take. Um, I think Jake Tucker is. but eh, I'm not sure. Maybe last year, but not as much this year. So, anyway, Altitude Wolves. I'm saying I said Altitude 2-1. With Joey's hitting, everybody hits. Everybody comes up in big moments in different ways. Jackson, you know, the Lewises, they walk at a good rate. And then, obviously, Joey hits. Yeah. I mean, he just hit. So, so I mean, yeah, so I'm, for if Ethan's thing happens, we would be looking at seven and five altitude, four and eight wolves. If my prediction happens, we would be looking at six and six altitude, five and seven wolves. Final series for the second, fourth slate of series: Panthers Extreme. I say Panthers win it two to one, and uh, Ethan's probably going to say Extreme win it. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. You're joking. Yeah, I was like, okay, you're joking. All right. Anyway. I was like, I was like, whoa, whoa. Anyway, you're joking. Okay, so just if you haven't realized at this point, which I hope you have, Connor was joking. So obviously the Panthers are going to take the series. There's not explaining to do here. If anything, it's Panthers sweep. I just don't really think they're a team that sweeps. I think. Yeah. They're, no. I I think they're like a team that just wins two one. When you when you can't sweep the diamonds. Yeah. I, I don't know. So, we both agree um, on that. That put the Panthers at 8-4 and four and the Extreme at 4-8. and eight. Uh, second, so, second in the NL, Panthers. That happens. So, going into the final series, first that would happen – I'll just go off of this. Let's talk about, no, no. Let's say Cougars-Panthers for last. I know, I know. Altitude Extreme. So, we have a 6-6 six and six or 7-5 and five as Ethan would. Versus four and eight, altitude two to one. Pretty obvious, altitude two to one. So, my altitude final record is eight and seven. Ethan's is nine and six. And then both of our final extreme records are five and ten. Yeah. Wolves, Diamonds. Worst series. and No, not worst series in the year. I would say, man, I really want Wolves two one. Yep, I agree. So, my final Wolves record is seven and eight. Ethan's is um six and nine. Yeah, six and nine. Oh, and both of our final um diamond records are five and ten. This is the series of the year, folks. Oh, <laughs> let's go. Panthers. I don't know what to say. This is this is a really hard series. Really hard oh, series. Man, I don't even like I don't have words to describe the series. Like do you? I have Two words, two words. Panthers two to one. I said it. I said it. Carson Rose. Well, actually, go I, agree. Past. I agree. Because here's the thing. The pan the Cougars suck against the Panthers, but I guarantee at least 
one Luke Rose home run. And, you know, and I have a fun fact. So, you know how the Cougars and Panthers played six games against each other? Guess how many hits the Panthers had total? Probably not. The, probably not as many as Cougars. Well, how, how many hits did the Panthers have? Like last year? Yeah, against the Cougars in both matchups, like all six matchups. Zero. One. Carson Rose triple. Outside of that, nothing. They, they beat the Cougars two to one last year without a single hit. Wow. I don't know. I, I just think Carson Rose is going to get it done. Luke Rose is going to be flustered because all they would have to do, they, they have to win the series for the one seed. Both teams would be at 10-5, and five, but obviously the Panthers would hold that tiebreaker. The final standings in the NL would be Panthers 10-5, and five, Cougars 10-5, and five, and Extreme 5-10. and Because we agree. And my standing, my standing in the AL would be uh, Altitude 8-7, and seven, Wolves 7-8, and eight, Diamonds five and ten. Ethan's would be altitude nine and six. Wolves six and nine, and uh, diamonds five and ten. So, those were our final predictions for the BLW season. Very interested to see how the second half goes. I'm also interested to see the All Star game. I am one of those. I'm one of those people that I like. I like watching the All Star game. I'm not a huge fan of the home run derby. Fair enough. I like, I like watching the MLB, but I'm not a huge fan of it in Wiffle Ball Leagues, if that makes any sense. So. Mm-hmm. And I don't love it in MLW where they have all the crazy things like the trash cans and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. So that wraps up episode two. We had a lot of good things uh, that we talked about. So obviously, um, if you're listening or watching wherever you are, we're basically on everything by now, except for Apple. We are still getting verified by uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, go follow our Instagram. We now have an Instagram at uh, Perfect Game Pod. I'm pretty sure it's a link in the description. So um, thank you guys for listening and watching. Uh, Ethan, got any final words? Well, uh, this, was a, this was a great episode. It's been fun so far. I mean, we had a, our, our first episode. For a first episode, did pretty well. Um, so. I don't, know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how it did on Anchor. I may, I may check that afterwards. But. I don't know. I just saw it got 50, 51 views. So, I mean, pretty solid. So, anyway, guys, see you guys next time. Peace. Yep, see you.